0: Have you ever heard the phrase, if you're not growing, you're dying? Maybe you've heard a version of this in a religious setting or even at your workplace. But what if there was an alternative? What if there was a season of simply resting? As we are officially in the fall season, we see nature all around us gearing for rest and being present and still. What would happen if we allowed ourselves to do the same? This week, we are talking about rest and recognizing when you are in a season of pruning, when you're not growing. Sometimes that just means that you've produced the fruit of your labor and that it's time to rest. It's imperative that we take time for ourselves even in the midst of busy seasons. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions for
1: a shelter in the desert, a safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes,
0: and our dreams.
1: We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the consequences.
0: We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe.
1: We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey, everyone. My name is Cody,
0: and my name is Elaine,
1: and you're listening to the Reckless Pursuit. So we wanted to just kind of touch on something. Uh, this is something that I've been thinking about the last... I feel like all of my episodes, whenever I introduce them, it's like, I've been thinking on this the last day or so, and I'm going to share. Literally, like, I've been thinking on this, and I was thinking about this because I was... Well, I was kind of thinking of, like, when to say no, and I know we talked about that before. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that again.
0: Uh, we kind like, of wrapped up a series last week. About yeah, they kind we, of encompassed what, yeah. Some of that,
1: yeah. And I was like, well, what can I talk about... Or like what can I discuss? I'm like, well, why was I wanting to talk about when to say no? And I kind of traced it back and I'm like, really? I was just thinking, I was like, man, sometimes it's okay not to grow. And I was like, is that biblical? Is that okay to say? I'm so used to constantly feeling like if you're not growing, you're dying, you know, like you know, the the best way to is to to judge someone by their fruits. Like if they're not putting off good fruit constantly, like that's how you know the spirit isn't working in them and all this kind of stuff. And so I wanted to talk about instances and I guess kind of like maybe it's an alternate, uh, I guess uh, we've used the idea of a house before and how you can uh, grow, like I guess like the building and deconstructing and like how that whole thing kind of goes. But this is almost like an alternate explanation maybe of like when not to grow or a season of not growing and we're just going to talk on that and so that's what we have in store for you today but before we get into that once again we have a safe community for you to ask unsafe questions nomads we would love for you to go down to the show notes click and uh, ask to be a part and we would love to have you there also if you haven't done so so far would you mind dropping uh, us a rating or review wherever you're listening an honest one it doesn't have to be five stars if we're not five star material we get it we get it i'm pretty picky too But if you wouldn't mind just leaving an honest review, that helps us to grow and to learn from you guys what you love, what you want to see going forward. We haven't asked for that in a while, and I just want to kind of put that ask out there to see if anyone would be willing to kind of keep those review sections alive, and that also helps boost us up a little bit in the algorithms, because that's what the world seems to be dictated by as algorithms. Anyway, I'm going to quit ranting. Let's get right into this conversation about when not to grow. It is a beautiful Sunday morning as we record this, as we hold our coffee, sniffling from whatever allergies we've got ourselves into. I don't know if it was me crawling around in the tall grass a couple of days ago. Did we do anything yesterday to invoke allergies? What is going on?
0: Well, we actually went to a nursery and oh, <laughs> walked yeah, around plants and, and mums and all Yeah, all we of bought that. mums. Yes. The dog Happy tried to fall. eat them, which is Realized not healthy. Realized they were poisonous. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so all of that to say, things are dying.
0: Well, okay. So before we like really get into like the meat and potatoes of this conversation.
1: Only if there's molasses.
0: Yes. Before we actually like Inside really show. dive into this, I think it is so fitting or I know it is so fitting because one, last week on Spirituality Untamed, I talked about the art of changing seasons And how we are in a new season because last Tuesday was the first day of fall. So we are in a new season. We are in the fall. And what happens in the fall? Well, everything. Elaine
1: rises from the ashes like a phoenix with (laughs) her pumpkin spice. I am thriving
0: in this season. But literally, and to me, this is the most beautiful season for two two reasons. One, everything is prettier, in my opinion. Everything is orange and golden and red. and, And everything is just so beautiful. In the process, everything is dying. And that sounds morbid, but there is a beauty to it because that is the season because winter is the season of, of barren or of, of just stillness and finding the beauty in the decay and in the dying and, and releasing the limbs, releasing the, 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 limbs? the, yeah. the leaves. Why well, was it say limbs and leaves. Okay. Because limbs fall off too. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know my season. I'm
1: sorry. I'm <laughs> thinking of like. You said uh, winter is coming. Is that what you said? And I was thinking of the meme that used to go around so much for Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, I have this, our dog is wanting in. I remember having this uh, meme that I made where I was like in JCPenney. And uh, if you hear any weird noise in the background, by the way, it's our dog who just decided to come in. I'm just going to leave it in there because why not? But yeah, I had this meme where I was like wearing this weird fuzzy hat and it was like right when I first started growing a beard. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to share it on social media for the people that listen to this so they can be like, oh, this is what you're talking about. Anyway, carry on.
0: Well, yeah. And it's just so fitting that we are in this season as this morning you come to me and you're like, hey, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about growth. And is there a season to not grow? And I feel like... Weather-wise, we are in that season of not growing. We're in that season of letting go and and changing and evolving and getting ready for that period of stillness when winter is has, has finally come or, or came. And right now I've just been processing the past couple mornings. I've been on uh the, the front porch and just doing some yoga starting my day and and this morning there was just fog everywhere you could barely Very make foggy. out yeah you could barely make out the trees and you i could remember barely make out
1: your hand i don't know what you're talking about was yeah and i remember like morning. looking up I and
0: i could even see like this slight mist not rain but like this slight mist and fog and it was just a beautiful thing that i uh because this morning i made sure that my yoga was my prayer this morning and I was talking to God uh, with it with the ten minute uh, stretches that I was doing, and I just kind of looked up and saw like the fog, and I was like, "Okay, we are officially in the season." Next week, it's going to be in the sixties in Arkansas at least, and I, which
1: I, is cool for us, yes, by the way. Yes.
0: <laughs> but honestly, like it is so fitting that you you want to talk about that of of what that season embodies. Well,
1: and so kind of a recap. I promise we'll get to like the whole idea of this episode once we reminisce on our our daily lives here. Uh, But this last week, not weekend, this last week we were camping and uh, which is like a constant with us lately. But hey, and I was sitting by a lake. I'm actually use that for the cover photo for this one just because I think it fits well. Uh, And it was misting rain for like two days straight from, I guess, remnants of whichever hurricane was coming up. I'm sorry. I don't remember which one it was, but it wasn't a very big hurricane. It was like the last one we had. And it was kind of we're catching the outskirts of the rain as it twisted and turned back toward the east. And uh, that's what we get in Arkansas. We don't get hurricanes, but we get the remnants of the rain for sure coming up through Louisiana and all that. So. Uh, It it was raining for like the latter two days of our camping, which normally would be like, oh, what a bummer, it's raining, but I I was like pretty happy with it. The other thing is we did not have cell phone service at all, which did something weird to my brain where I have not wanted to move for the last Mm -hmm. three days. I don't know if it's getting away from the radio waves or just not having the ability to check or what, I don't know how uh, deep you want to go into that, but I, I it, was was, a,
0: it was a reset. It was. A mental and physical reset.
1: So much so that I came out of it, I'm having to reacclimate to doing anything right now. Like, I am just so mellow
0: well and it's also interesting because we kind of got dumped like like we left thursday and came home thursday afternoon we kind of got dumped into the weekend mm-hmm. and the weekend is typically when you don't do anything productive. yeah and we already
1: had our work done in advance. Yeah, anyway and for so the we trip, had all this
0: week and weekend and we we're like okay tomorrow well, this is the have, first
1: amount of work i've done yeah you know yeah even creative stuff though i haven't even been in the mood to create i haven't been in the mood to go online and browse like, i haven't done any of that i've just kind of sat Like, we've had a movie on or some music. decorated for Halloween. Yeah, you did do that. Like I said, Miss Halloween Phoenix over here rising (laughs) from the ashes. That's fun. Yeah. But anyway, so the reason I say that is I had a similar experience. I was sitting out by the lake, and it was just me, and it was, like, midday. It was raining. There was no one out, no one even fishing. Like, it was just barren. And uh, I, I was just sitting there by the lake in my lawn chair, with uh i had this big umbrella over the top of me so i wasn't constantly getting soaked minus the rain that was dripping off the umbrella onto my leg which i just let happen because i was like i'm just gonna let this do what it does you know i don't even care and uh because normally that would drive me nuts i'm like oh i'm getting wet <laughs> out here in the rain i don't want to be wet right now i'm trying to stay dry well, and, and we had bark. hiked
0: all morning too we, we were did. already wet
1: so i just kind of sat there with a hoodie on because it was in the 50s which was like really cold like very like I think it was like mid-50s and it was raining. Cold because it's raining. Right. And I was just kind of watching because this this specific lake kind of sits in between a couple of hills. It's actually a really pretty, very small lake, but a very pretty little area. And a blue heron came down and rested on the water next to me and was doing some fishing. And I was just kind of watching him, reading a book. And I noticed all the trees are just ever so slightly starting to change here. And I was like, man, I didn't realize they were going to change this early this year. Like, that's cool. And I just started kind of like, mellowing. And I'm like, I don't have to grow right this second. Like I'm not in this moment to grow. I'm in this moment to observe and to just be. And that's always my struggle. I'm always a what's next person. I was even talking to you yesterday about like, I wonder what's next for me and all this. Like, so obviously I I, I came out of that (laughs) and came back to reality. I wanted to kind of bring it back to that because I feel like many of us have come out of, and this may or may not, I'm not trying to assume your position here, but I know a lot of what I came through with my, my faith journey uh, through mainstream Christianity and such was very emph- emphatic, emphasis placed on, emphatic is the I don't know what that word means. I'm sorry. Why is my brain like going numb here? Anyway, there's a huge emphasis on growing or pruning, whichever way you want You got to constantly be bearing new fruit. And it's like you need to bear more fruit and more fruit and more fruit. And I'm just like, man, like I need my stump to get a little bigger because I feel like the fruit y'all are trying to make me bears. I'll make this tree topple sometimes like, you know, and think of my grandmother has a tree in the front of her yard that bore fruit too fast. And it's like literally having the limbs have to be tied up every year now because the tree wants to fall over. It's so heavy with fruit. And it's just it's overproducing to the to a fault where it's not even healthy for the tree anymore. And I feel like there's a million analogies right there that's probably already resonating with most of us. But we're we're pruned to constantly bear new fruit, to bear new fruit. You need to grow, you need to be spiritually healthy, you need this, you need that. And I understand the idea behind that. There's beauty in growth. Stagnation is not healthy for anyone. Sitting void is not healthy if you don't maintain your garden like thorns and weeds come up we learned that all too real this year whenever the grass took over our garden halfway through the summer because we missed a week of deweeding and it just went away and we didn't get any crops from it like there's truth there's a million analogies and a million truths to all of that but specifically I want to emphasize with the season changing and everything that there's beauty in resting you know the earth does it every single year we go through a season of rest there's a reason winter comes you know the it's not by it's not by coincidence that the leaves fall from the tree and in the cold season they go dormant you know it's not a coincidence that animals hibernate many animals hibernate through the winter where they you know curl up and store food and they, everything comes to a minimal and like they're in this like sleep like state or minimal hunting, you know, everything kind of slows and rests because you have to have that rest in order for growth to happen. This is something I was having to remind myself constantly this last week. The reason I bring up sitting by the lake, I sat out there for two hours and it felt like 10 minutes and I was like, I didn't have to check my phone. I didn't have to do anything. Even when we were on our hike. I didn't bring anything with me. Why? Because I was like, man, I really want to take a picture of this or this is so pretty. Like, I'd love to have this photo. And I realized, like, no, now I have to appreciate that memory. And I'm sitting here days later talking about it. And I can still remember the photo I wanted to take where the rain was rolling off of a a fern. And that was just kind of like in front of me. I was like, man, I would love to get a photo of that. But now I'm forced to to sit with the memory of it and to allow that to actually soak in because our devices have made us dumb. Like it's easy to forget things whenever uh, it's not you know forced to kind of sit there and focus on. Go ahead, Elaine.
0: I was just gonna remind you of that because <laughs> oh, really? I, I yeah because I remember I was gonna take a couple pictures as well because I didn't bring my watch and didn't bring my phone or anything. And typically, I feel like most of the time I bring my phone even if. I know that there's not service or even out on the water in our kayak just because I want to take pictures. I want to hold that memory. But I remember you telling me like, my phone makes me so dumb because it makes me not have to remember anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, (laughs) there's so many things like my phone reminds me of that. Like if I didn't have my phone, I'd be forced to actually use my brain and I don't have to. Uh, But and I'm that person like I've done photography professionally for years. You know, I don't do it as much anymore, but Like professional photography, something I've been into, I've done videography, all that. And so to not have something to be able to capture a memory is kind of foreign to me because that's kind of like an emphasis of a lot of what I do. And in order to really get away from that, you have to just distance yourself from it and like you have to allow that to commit to memory. And it really does offer a reset. I know this is a bit of a rabbit trail from the direction we're going, but I think it is a beautiful reminder. There's of an like
0: experience that we had. Yeah.
1: But all that to say, like I was sitting there and like time slowed and I realized like, I'm always looking for the next thing. That's my personality. I'm always, I'm a huge like thinker type. I'm always dwelling. Excuse you, Doppler. I'm always dwelling over the next thing, over what's going to be, over what's going to be down the pipeline and like what I have to do next. And
0: Deadlines, all of that stuff, client work, because mm-hmm. like I, my brain, you know, like I mentioned, we had been off all week and then kind of got dumped into the weekend where we just didn't have anything to work on because we got all of our work done. And it's Sunday morning, and I'm thinking of, like, oh, gosh, I have all these people I need to talk to tomorrow. I need to check my schedule. I need to create these deadlines. I have all these podcast episodes that I need to schedule out with interviews and all this stuff. And, like, I can already feel my mind buzzing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's irritating because I'm like – Why can't I just be present in the now and the right now? Like right now, I don't really have much to work on. I have to record this podcast with you and then I have to go record my my other podcast. But outside of that, I don't really have anything that I have to do today. And so why am I constantly worrying about tomorrow? Why am I constantly thinking about all the things I have to do at a later date when I could just be here and and present and still and recognize that I don't always have to be doing something.
1: Well, and that's kind of the whole thing is like, that's what I want this episode to be now that we're over halfway into it. And I can kind of like reveal why we're talking about this. If you made it this far, thank you, because we have been all over the place with this just reminiscing now. But I, I want to give people that reminder that, hey, you don't have to constantly grow. You don't have to constantly be on. And that's even biblical, And I feel like many of us are guilty whenever we don't have that growth, whether it be a societal stigma that we place or that has been placed on us, a religious stigma of uh, a way to fashion good little worker bees for the church or whatever it is. You know, the earth has its own natural resting period and it needs that. That's how it gets rid of the old to make way for the new. You know, trees have a natural way of drying up limbs that it no longer needs, them falling off to give way for new life. Like, that's just, that's the process of it. And even down to, you know, like, I want to take a second to read a couple of scriptures real quick that I pulled up beforehand. And uh, we all kind of know the whole idea of, you know, pruning, which is like where you trim back dead or like, you know, overgrown or whatever to give way for new fruit, and that's the Bible verse, every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. Uh, you are already clean because the word which I've spoken to you abide in me and I knew as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. Like that's the whole verse that we hear a whole lot of, like, oh, it's just a season of pruning and like we, we make pruning out to be this painful process and all that. And And I understand that there are seasons to prune back. The overgrowth, you know, those are typically what we imagine. I think a lot of us paint the picture of like humbling seasons of like, oh, I'm being humbled in this moment, but we've grown to use that or abuse that. I don't know how many churches have growth tracks or, you know, grow, you know, teachings of some kind Like you need to grow, especially non-denoms are really big with this of uh, teaching you to grow, which basically means let me show you how to get integrated into the church, It's another way of that. We have turned grow into a dirty word uh, because for one, if you're not growing, you're not a healthy Christian. You know, I hope you can hear the disgustful sarcasm in my tone. You're a healthy Christian. And then also, uh, if you're complacent, you know, you're not doing the work that is called of you and all this kind of crap. Like, I want to go back. To something I read recently because of where I'm at in the Bible, I'm working back to the Bible again, which I try to do regularly. I haven't done it this year, but I just started again, and so I'm in Leviticus right now, and uh, I just recently read this, and it's Leviticus twenty-five, three through four, and it's talking about pruning your vineyard. It's talking literally, mind you, but uh, considering the New Testament uses this analogy, um, pretty regularly, and that Jesus used and kind of echoed to these analogies of like the vineyard and all that. I think it fits because that's where this is pulled from. It says six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its crop. So for six years, you need to be working on this. You need to be moving forward. You need to be making this progress, whatever. But during the seventh year, the land shall have a Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your field or prune your vineyard. And uh, basically, it goes on to talk about, I don't have it pulled up on my phone, but uh, from memory, it, it goes on to talk about how the land needs its time of rest, and you can gather the natural fruit that occurs, but don't prune. Do not try to fix. Do not try to do anything new to your vineyard. Just let it grow as it grows, and you can take that harvest, you can take the crop that grows naturally, but you are not to cultivate to try to get a crop, and man, that is beautiful because that it says unto the Lord, you're giving the land a Sabbath rest under the Lord. Creation is modeled after the creator, right? Uh, we are modeled after the creator. The The earth itself is an echo of the beauty and divinity of Christ. And so to give the land a Sabbath rest, we know scientifically that if you overwork a field, you drain the nutrients, the minerals, all of that out of the soil, and it produces hollow crops, how much more so is that true to humans?
0: Well, and that's why we have the Sabbath day, whether it be Saturday or Sunday, depending on your religion
1: Mm-mm. or denomination. Well, I yeah. guess religion too. Yeah, yeah. religion
0: or de- denomination. But the weekend, generally speaking, is the Sabbath day, um, and, and most Christians mm-hmm. recognize that. Most Christians have a form of that where it's like—
1: Even though we don't. But I a no, yeah so yeah but
0: like lazy day Sunday or like you you go to church and then go home and take a nap like that's kind of like what your rest or like what the typical rest looks like and I feel like that's as a general rule of thumb even people who aren't Christians, even people who don't go to church, they typically have a day during the week, mostly d- like one of the weekend days or even on Fridays where it that's just an innate understanding of we need rest, Mm -hmm. we need a time, we need a day of doing nothing or doing creative fun things that's not necessarily productive, that we're not having to worry about meeting deadlines and and all of that stuff that we have to worry about throughout the week.
1: Well, and that kind of goes to the idea that like even uh, we go through seasons, and I I just went through one of these seasons, I'm coming out of it now, I feel like, but like I didn't want to read, I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to do anything like that. I just needed a break. I just needed some time to let my brain rest and reset. And I don't need the noise. I don't need to try to be learning and growing in knowledge and all that. I just wanted to just sit and do nothing mentally. Uh, You know, I needed that time, what my time that I normally would take for reading. I I just relax, and that's okay. And I think that we forget how important it is to have that season of rest, that Sabbath of rest, not in I'm not even trying to fit this to a specific timeline. I think that you know what that is for you and you can feel that in your spirit as you come into that season and come out of it. But I also know that if you don't acknowledge that season and allow that season to come, you you overwork your field. You overwork your your crop and it becomes hollow and it becomes lacking in its efficiency and its vitamins and its nutrients. It just, it becomes it becomes a shell of what it should be.
0: Well, and even physically on like a biological level, like your body can ultimately start shutting down because you're not being intentional with your time. You're not taking time to rest. So your body's gonna compensate and, and make you rest. And sometimes it's, it's in like a almost too late kind of thing where like you rest, you're, you're resting because you're sick. You're resting because your body aches, like you have a tummy ache or you got sick or your immune system um is uh
1: lacking. I mean, it yeah. just it starts shutting down. Yeah. And,
0: and your and your body is forcing you to rest, even if it's not like the most beneficial rest because you just feel sick all day. But your body is going to force you to rest one way or another. Mm-hmm.
1: This reminds me of a friend that I have that was in a similar position working, doing so much for uh, you know a, a religious institution and was just working and working and working and working and working and working because that's just the kind of person she is. And I remember like she needed some time for rest. She needed a time to reset to allow her health to reset and was shamed for it. And it broke my heart to hear that because she needed that she knew what she needed but she was guilted into continuing to push and to give even more so and yeah and it it made it worse until she was forced to take that time and it just reminds me so much of this idea of you know give your vineyard a or give your you know whatever it is the orchard the vineyard whatever analogy you want to use there whatever the field a a season of rest if you feel that you need that and that may look different and maybe it may not be a working season of rest it may be just a spiritual season of rest or it may be a physical season. whatever that looks like
0: Mental reset.
1: allow your body to give you the signs just as the earth gives us signs uh that it's changing that we need to do certain things without trying to get into climate change and all that on this podcast but <laughs>
0: Well, and that's why self-awareness is so important and recognizing those small signs of, oh, you know, my my mind is tired or my soul is heavy. Let me take an hour to go pray or let me make sure I do yoga and meditate each morning or I have that. Maybe you're not in a season where you are able to rest during a whole day or a whole week, but making sure that you start your morning off each morning, each, you know, busy, productive day that you have that thirty minutes, that hour, even two hours of just alone time, or at night before you go to bed and, and ensuring that you have that mental reset, that physical reset, and and your body will let you know. Your mind will let you know. Your spirit will let you know when you need to take that time.
1: And two things to this, and this is a whole other episode in of itself, but I just kind of want to drop this here that just kind of came to my mind. Self-awareness is God-awareness. You know, when you are aware of yourself, you are aware of God because God is in you and you created in his image. So there's that one for you um, to sum up an entire probably future episode in one little small sentence, but self-awareness is God-awareness. And then the other thing, repeat what you just said back to me just a little bit. I know it's hard to recap what you were just saying.
0: Basically, like, making sure that you take time in the mornings or at night to yourself before you start. Ah,
1: Thank you. So, um, real life here, guys. This is how we work. And so, I I was thinking on that as you were saying that before I forgot what I was saying because I was saying something else, which I'm going to do again if I don't hurry up and say what I'm going to say. We have this...
0: Charity forget. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I'm laughing at myself. We cuz I'm thinking of myself. We have this amazing ability of making excuses of taking care of ourselves yeah. or like to give ourselves rest. And I, I think it goes back to this programming we have that rest is bad. There's no rest for the wicked, so there's no real you, you can't rest for the not, good like
0: America runs on Duncan, not rest.
1: Right. I mean, which I mean in and of itself is like coffee and carbs. Yeah. Like
0: Think about you going, think work about as much that. as you can, as hard as you can.
1: Right, you run on caffeine and carbohydrates, which I relate to, but...
0: <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it healthy, okay?
1: Listen, you actually had a donut for breakfast. Don't even start it with me. A half a
0: donut. I had an egg and, and a piece Duncan. of toast,
1: okay? I had
0: an
1: egg. Yeah, but you started half a donut. Anyway, I don't even like donuts. Anyway, so... <laughs> I do like coffee as I'm sitting here drinking my coffee. Oh, get back to the point. So... We have this uh, great way of making excuses to not take care of ourselves, and I guess case in point, uh, I'm really engaged in like video content production and stuff for my music and all that, and it's so easy for me to get caught up looking at the same thing over and over and over and over again thinking, I just don't have time, I just don't have time, and you know what? When you don't have cell phone service and you're sitting by a lake, not only does time slow down, which... Whenever I was a child would have been like hell on earth. But as an adult, it's like heaven on earth. I'm like, okay, we can just slow this mug down for a minute. Let's just enjoy the moment. And uh, there's the beauty in that. Well, and And there's
0: sometimes like you feel guilty for doing that.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I think we've kind of alluded to already. But like what I wanted to kind of get at with this is you can make a lot more time. You know, time is most certainly time is fluid. It comes and goes. It is long and it is short. It is perceptionary. It's not even real. You know, from a scientific standpoint, it changes based on what planet you're on and all this stuff. Like, I mean, time is just, it's a very fluid, man-made, I mean, there's a different, there's a reason that the Greeks had two words for time, you know, Kronos and Kairos. There's a reason that there's like, oh, well, we have this chronological time, but then there's like this overarching God's appointed time named Kairos that's like, you know, it's, it's in the time of the Lord kind of thing, which is frustrating, I know, but like also beautiful. And we love to make excuses like, I just don't have time to take care of myself right now. I'm just not in that season. I guarantee you, you can take one thing out that isn't giving you life to take the time to give yourself life. You know, like there there is that moment, even if it is just a glimpse in a moment, you have that time. But don't feel guilty for trying to take it. That's the other thing is like, and that's kind of what brings me to this whole thing to kind of make a full circle here out of this, which I love when this happens because I feel like I actually got somewhere in a conversation. The whole reason, like the initial thing I brought up of like I wanna, I wanna talk about like saying no, uh, because I was like, man, like why am I thinking of this? Why am I thinking of this? Well, because sometimes you have to say no to something to say yes to nothing, and that's like profound. Which kind of
0: to reminds me the essentialism. Uh, yeah, books.
1: for sure. Like sometimes you have to say no to something to say yes to nothing because nothing is vital. Nothing is important. And when I say nothing, I mean like the rest. You sometimes, you know, it and it reminds me of this thing, I don't remember where I saw this now. I wish I would have saved it. I don't know. I if I could give credit, I would. But it was just the idea that for one, well, the whole essentialism book is like saying yes to some you know, yes to something is no to something else. And then the other thing that I was kind of getting at originally here before I thought of that was just the idea that it's not that you can't give more time. It's that you are not in a place to give more time. The idea that I can physically make the time to do something right now, but it is not beneficial or it is not healthy for me to do so. So I've given as much as I can give like that whole idea of knowing your limits and setting those. Cause so much, so many uh, instances we feel guilty of like, oh, well, I could, you know, give up my reading time this morning to make time for this call, or I could give up my time of contemplative prayer to, I don't know, go help. So, and so, you know, down at the church, like there's these, these trade-offs. And so you have to know when you should make those trade-offs. I'm not saying not to do that, but like, it's not that you can't make more time. It's that you do not currently have any more time to healthily Give. all that to say, you know, the, the whole Sabbath day, the whole rest, the whole idea that even the land itself needs rest is so beautiful. And like, don't feel guilty for being in a season where you're not currently growing. You're just thriving with the current state of growth that you're in. Don't feel guilty that you're not putting off more fruit when you're already bearing good fruit. Like you should not feel guilty that you only have 20 oranges and you want 25 that becomes greed. And I guess that's maybe like the last little thing I want to touch on here is we keep we can become gr- like growth greedy or even growth guilty, depending on which way you look at it. We can feel guilty for not growing or for not feeling like we're in a season of growth or we can feel as if we're failing as a Christian or as a human or as a whatever you want to you know label it as depending on what area. Or you can get greedy, feeling like, I need more, I need more, I need more. You know, it's like Kylo Ren, like the, the ultimate meme going around, more, you know. We can constantly want more, uh, or a classic crime song, so <laughs> that's a great song. Anyway, so you can constantly want more, desire more, to where you lose contentment. You lose the ability to live in the moment, that takes you out of the moment, which takes you out of sync with Christ, because Christ is in the moment, it all snowballs downhill until you fall into a pit of despair. Maybe not quite that extreme, but you get the idea. Anyways, guys, let's just kind of sum it up with a closing question for you. Have you ever been in a season of not growing and what did that make you feel? How did you feel in that season? This is kind of a self-analyzing question, just kind of recap like, hey, I remember this season of not growing. Maybe you're there right now. Maybe you're in a season of huge growth or you just came out of season of not growing or whatever. What did you learn through that season? Where was guilt put on you? Was greed put on you? Were you content? Where where did you lie with that? So we'd love to hear your thoughts as our dog shakes in the background. Hit us up on Nomads a Safe Community for Christians to ask unsafe questions. You can also email us and mail at therecklesspursuit.com. And of course, find us on all of our social media, especially TikTok, if it's still around by the time this comes out, over at therecklesspursuit.com. We love you guys. And as always, be brave. Be bold. And be reckless. We'll, we'll talk, talk soon.